Welcome to Freedom from Attachment, Living Fulfilled, Happy, and in Love, with your host, author, entrepreneur, and behavioral relationship expert, Tracy Crossley. Before we start today's podcast, I wanted to share some comments from some of Tracy's clients that have worked with her in both group coaching situations and one-on-one coaching. And to reach out to Tracy for a discovery session, please email her at happiness at tracycrossley.com. That's happiness at tracycrossley.com. Enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. My aunt had told me about Tracy's podcast deal with it over a year ago. I've been listening to it ever since. So after my last breakup, I said, that's it, and decided to take the leap of faith and do coaching with Tracy. Tracy helps you break through and question your feelings and emotions and get to the root cause of those. I'm thankful for all that I have realized about myself, thanks to her. If you are noticing that you keep attracting the same type of relationships and you just can't figure out why, it's time to figure it out. Tracy will help you get there. Greetings. Welcome back to another episode of Freedom from Attachment. And this is episode 728. And the title is Breaking the Cycle, How Letting Go of Judgment Unlocks True Happiness. And, you know, true happiness is something that I have seen on top 10 lists of what do people want but find elusive. Well, This is one of the reasons why it can feel elusive. And I'm not talking about happiness like in the moment, like, oh, I'm so happy I'm going to Disneyland. I'm talking about true happiness because that affects every part of your life. If you're unhappy and you get in a relationship, do you think that the other person's going to be a happy person? Probably not. They're probably going to be just as unhappy as you are. Isn't that funny? So here's the thing. Your judgment of someone else will never bring you happiness. And we all know this, right? We know this in theory. We know this in logic. But in feelings, mm, I think we don't really know it so well. So when you're stuck in a dysfunctional love relationship or a dysfunctional work relationship, oftentimes there's an idea that (laughs) kind of laugh. Yeah, you can teach the other person by telling them what they're doing wrong or how they're upsetting you as though they can just change with a snap of their fingers. It just cracks me up that I'm going to tell you what you're doing and how that's annoying or how that's wrong, as though somebody's going to go, God, thank you so much. I'm going to change now. It doesn't work that way. It's never worked that way. So here's the good news. You don't have to feel responsible for that anymore. And let me tell you, because I used to do this, holy shit, it is a release, literally. It's like an orgasm in your body, not you know, necessarily a sexual orgasm, but an orgasm in your body. It's like, oh, my God, I feel so free, right? Because I think orgasms in a way set us free, too. So I, I don't know. Whatever kind of orgasm you want it to be. All right. So but here's the thing, right? If somebody wanted to just have you change or, you know, they're telling you, oh, my gosh, you know, you need to change or you're the one telling people need to change. If we're that easy, then whatever that person that you're telling they need to change, you know, would be like, okay, well, gee, there's probably a list of things that I find irritating about myself that I've been unable to change. And now I've got this person who's telling me to change other things about myself. And I haven't changed shit, because it's hard to do. So 
really, all you got to do is look in the mirror and wonder what happens when someone else says something to you about you, right? At first, you might feel shame or something's wrong with you. Well, that's where the shame comes from. Like something is wrong with me. I have a fatal flaw, whatever. This goes back to your childhood conditioning again. And you might feel like you need to dig a hole and die. Um, I've been down this road, like everything I'm talking about, for sure. And uh, you might actually feel like you're going to get self-righteous. Uh-oh. Yeah. Mm. And that's when you start talking to everybody so that they can reinforce how wonderful you are and what a shithead the other person is for what they said to you. Right? So then you're like, okay, I'm bolstered and I'm fine. Well, just think about the person that you're pointing a finger at and wanting them to change. They go around bolstering themselves, too, so that they don't have to change. Because really, why do people have to change for us? Nobody has to change for us. We need to just stop judging. Because none of this leads to happiness or clarity of what you want. And not only that, again, just to reiterate what I just said, keeps you in a place of responsibility for something you have no control over, which is other people. So... You may want a functional relationship or a functional business or a job or whatever it is that is your area, let's say, of issue at the moment. And frankly, you feel like there's something missing. Well, that missing is coming from your judgment. A lot of it is your self-judgment. Seriously. So what the hell am I talking about? Well, have you ever noticed how much you wait for something either fall in your lap like it's a fairy tale? Or maybe you go chasing after it thinking you can nab it. And then you judge the shit out of the results. Oh, my God. Right? We invent these scenarios so we can stay stuck. Like, whatever the results are, it's not good enough. There's a problem. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. You know, and even if they're great results, you, you know, you might go, yeah, it was great then, but now it sucks. So, a lot of it is the energy to break a pattern seems way too difficult for, you know, for most people. And so maybe if I'm passive or I'm aggressive, then I'm finally going to have what's right for me. Depending on your personality, you're going to go in one of those directions. But alas, we don't also trust ourselves to make the right decisions. So sometimes we wait passively, believing if it shows up, then we're able to trust it and go forward. Look at it magically showed up. It was synchronicity. That must mean it's all good. I can put all my trust in it, and that's it. And that's trusting something outside of you, by the way, which unless you trust what's inside of you, then it's going to be a hairy ride. Or let's say that, you know, you're being aggressive and chasing after something, grabbing it, strangulating it, whatever it is, so it sticks, is not necessarily showing self-trust either. Often what shows up, though, is something to judge. Oh, my God, we got to judge all of that. We judge our lack of trust in ourselves. We judge trusting other people. We judge, again, the results that we get from whatever our actions or inaction are. We are just constantly in a state of judgment. And a lot of people might go, well, I'm not judging. I'm discerning. Well, there's a difference. I can discern that's a tiger from an elephant. But the thing is, when it comes to people and people type of situations, a lot of us are judging and we don't even realize it. Like it's flying under the radar. So the fear is nothing else is going to show up. So therefore, you really need to focus on the thing you believe will solve the problem and having it show up like a person to love you. You just met them out of the blue. You think it's meaningful until they fart in public. Then what? Or 
You chase someone down because they fit your checklist only to find that under their makeup, they have an uneven skin tone. <gasps> the horrors, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of kidding, but I'm not. Because you can really judge the shit out of things and destroy them pretty quickly. Pretty damn quickly. And so what happens, the judgment keeps you stuck and it keeps you from happiness and it keeps you in a state of lack. Because you judge everything, whether it's the people, whether it's the opportunities, whatever it is, because there's a serious sense of lack that you feel, right? Most of us want stability, and therefore, if it doesn't look stable or come with a promise ring, we don't know what to do. Can I trust this? Let me judge this. I'm going to weigh this out. Pros and cons. I can't stop judging. Holy shit, I'm up at midnight trying to figure out, should I do this? Should I do that? Can I trust them? Can I not trust them? Oh my God, I never choose right. I've got a broken picker. Blah, 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 blah. Is any of that happy? No, none of that's happy. So even if you can trust something... Does it stop judgment? No. Oftentimes, what's really funny is that the things we can trust, like let's say we get a job and you know, you're know you negotiating for a salary and you put a number out there and they say, okay. And then all of a sudden you're like, God, this is probably a shitty job because they didn't balk at it. They just said, okay to it. Oh my God. And then you judge what you did and then you judge the situation and you're not even at the job yet. But do you see what I'm saying? Like, there is this judgment that just takes over, even if you trust, oh, okay, this looks like a stable job. When, and like I said, you just tore it apart. Or you meet somebody, and you think they're really nice, and you're really excited about them, and you haven't found a flaw yet until you do. Then what? Then the judgment doesn't stop. Then the fear starts getting bigger and bigger and bigger because you don't trust yourself to make a good decision. You keep thinking, if I find something wrong with this person, that must mean they're wrong for me, even though I'm talking about the color of their teeth or how they part their hair or what they wear or what they do for a living or how they live. Or And, and there are things to how people live. Don't get me wrong. You know, it's like we definitely all have our preferences but we go into judgment because we have fear, because it comes from lack. So there's a level of confidence that you have, that we all have, okay? And it's shown through how we only meet things where we are. And we get in a comfort zone because we're afraid to expand beyond it, even though we may use it as a mantra. I'm expanding to love myself and others, yet... We judge what that means, and we judge what we fear happening. So all the words that we come up with are meaningless because it's your energy that attracts others. So that level of confidence is what's attracting people. That level of happiness is what's attracting people. That happiness and confidence go together. They absolutely do. Because if you are confident because you have a heartbeat and you're like, yeah, I'm alive, so I'm confident, I'm good, and <laughs> that makes you happier. You're lighter. You're not focused on what's wrong with the situation. Where's the problem? Where's the thing I need to judge? Because judgment keeps you at a distance every time. It keeps you at a judgment from other, excuse me, um, from a distance from, excuse me, let me try that one more, one more time. It keeps you at a distance from other people. It keeps you at a distance from things you want because you can judge and judge and judge and it will keep you just stuck with your feet planted right where they are right now, not moving. Years go by. You're like, why don't things change in my life? And you don't see 
how all of your judgment has kept you stuck in this horrible pattern that you don't like. So this is the truth where we really fuck ourselves over because we don't believe in ourselves. I don't believe I can choose right. I believe I choose wrong. Right there's a judgment. Holy cow. Okay, so why does this matter? I have three little reasons. And the last two are kind of connected to each other. So the first one is, if you don't believe in yourself, you're always going to be judging everybody and you're going to judge yourself. And the more you judge, the less focus you have on what can actually light you up or what you love or what feels good to you. Do you realize that judging yourself and others feels like shit? Yeah, opposite of happiness. Okay, second one. Another reason this is important is that your soul came to this planet with something to do. I believe a large portion of that is to have fun in spite of all the contrast to that. Basically, it's to choose fun anyway. That doesn't mean fun is irresponsible or wrong or anything. It's literally allowing yourself to have fun. And some of it, I think the reason your soul came here too is... It's about how you need to expand rather than contract. You know, we contract out of fear. We contract out of love. We contract. And there is where all the lovely judgment comes from. As you expand, judgment is not a thing because you're not afraid. You see, you become less afraid because you realize what things are really worth being afraid of. Yes, I would be afraid of a bear standing in front of me for sure. But when it comes to life experiences that are emotional in nature... That's the thing that really makes it fun. It's not just the activity. It's how you feel about it. So the last reason has to do with contraction, which is what you do when you judge your world. You stay small. You don't get out of your comfort zone. Even if you read a great book and it has great stuff in it, you know, a self-help book, of course, has great stuff in it. And you never, ever take the action because you're too busy judging what might happen or what happened to someone else or what happened to you in the past. And you can't get out of that loop. It's like judgment central. Exhausting, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So what are a few real life examples of what I'm talking about? Here's four of them. Your best friend is broke. Hey, and so are you. And your best friend is an amazing stylist. And all you do is judge what she's doing or what he's doing. And then an amazing opportunity comes for your friend. Holy crap. And you wonder where your opportunity is. Wait a minute. I'm just as good as her or him. I deserve this too. And all you could do is focus on that person getting what they wanted and you did not, at least at this moment. So you're judging them and you're judging yourself and there's no room for happiness or fun or any sort of feeling of goodwill toward another person. Yeah. You may on the outside be going, oh, that's great. I'm so happy for you. Blah, 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 blah. And then underneath you're like, fuck you. I can't believe you got this. You don't even know how to manage yourself. You can't even get out of bed at a decent hour, you know, on and on and on and on. So anyways, another example is you're in a dysfunctional relationship and all you can do is look at what the other person is doing wrong. And all you can think is, why do I always end up here? And you're judging yourself and you're judging them, and you feel in being in this relationship, you can't trust yourself to choose. You could do yourself a favor and learn your why, by the way, just, just as a side note, looking at why you chose to be in this relationship in the first place. Yeah, like when you learn those things, it can help you. Instead of lamenting, it's to look at, well, what was it that motivated me? The third example 
is you started a business, it's doing well, but you're afraid it's going to fall apart and end up in the toilet. So you're constantly listening to your staff, judging what they're saying as they make suggestions and want to take on projects or clients or, you know, whatever their ideas are. And as you're listening, you're changing what they're doing while saying you're listening to them because you're not really listening to them. Because what you're thinking is, and judging, oh, God, that's so ridiculous, or it's hard, or it's stupid. And so you live in the fear of your business disappearing and feel you have the right answer. It's only you that's going to have the right answer, not anybody else but you, even though you don't altogether trust your own answers either. Mm. Okay, number four. Example is you're dating and nobody fits the bill. They're not perfect enough. They have something wrong with them. And all of a sudden you feel responsible as though you're stuck with them. <laughs> I'm stuck with this person. That's what starts to happen for avoidance, man. They're like, oh, I have pants on fire. Got to get out of here because I feel like I'm stuck with this person. Even though I don't know them, you've gotten into a whole assumption, a whole stupid story. And I'm telling you it's a stupid story because it is one that we repeat and we don't even know why about other people. We just assume. Oh, they really like me. Uh-oh, I got to get rid of them. So you start to want to run away, but you don't realize it comes from the judgment you have of yourself. You can't handle the relationship. You're afraid you're going to be swallowed up. You aren't good enough. Like these are really the reasons that if you're dating somebody who's an avoidant, that's what's going on. It is not confidence. Confidence doesn't cause you to run because you can't handle things. Whenever you avoid, whatever it is you avoid, it's like, I can't handle this right now or maybe ever. And people do this all the time. And maybe you've judged yourself into the ground along with the other possibility. And that's what happens, right? Because I work with enough people who are avoidant in my 15 years of doing this stuff. And I will tell you that there is so much judgment and fear in an avoidant, so much. You know, anxious people have a lot of fear, too, not to throw, you know, that off. And anxious avoidant people get both. Isn't that exciting? Yes, I know because I was anxious avoidant. Anyway, what's the lesson here and what can you do? Well, what do we got to start with? You guys all know the answer. Awareness is key. It's always the first step. Second step is my services have changed, but there are programs I have that can help you. Because why would you want to be stuck in this form of judgment for the rest of your life? Feeling stuck, never getting to live the life you want, right? I look at it that way because I look at myself. I look at how hard it was for me to actually get help, by the way. But I did get some help in some form to guide me into, hey, it's you. You are the issue. Actually, it was through uh, the therapy I had gone through, which wasn't really focused on me because all I do is go in and vomit up about other people. And I came to realize that mm, that's not really working too well. And so I started realizing it was me, right? Anyway, I don't need to get into my whole journey. But if you are seeking a deeper dive to get clear on your life path, your mastery of reaching a higher level of consciousness, which is going to break through and change everything for you, then get a breakthrough session of mine. And as I said, we also have other programs for both personal and for business. So here's a third step. You want to get to a place of being aware of yourself, right? I already said the awareness part where you're judging yourself and you're judging others. What is it that's triggered inside of you that makes you go, oh, you know what? 
what what this is it goes back to when I was five or what have you. But you want to get to a point where you feel like you're confident and therefore you stop. So you've got to get to know what those triggers are that create the ju- creates the judging in the first place. And it's a fear. So look for, I am triggered into fear. What's it that I fear? Another step is every time you go to judge somebody else, look at what you've been afraid of. What do you fear? And again, it's, it's another way of, of looking at this, right? It's not necessarily a trigger. You might just be driving along in your car and start thinking about the person and not even aware of why you're thinking about the person. A lot of times we just randomly think shit, right? Or feel stuff. And maybe you were feeling fear and you started thinking about things that you fear. It works that way too. So the point is, wherever that comes from, You want to take it back wherever the roots are in childhood, where you felt that you couldn't have what you wanted and that you had to be somebody else because you feared judgment. But really, it's to look at all this judgment, all this judgment you cast over yourself and your situation. It's like a heavy cloak. It is just, to me, such a hard way to live because I lived this way for so long and If I wouldn't have gotten out of living that way, I would have a lot of regret. And the reason I would have a lot of regret is because it kept me from doing things that I actually wanted to do, that I wanted to experience. And I learned that, oh, my God, all my judgment is keeping me safe. Like I could take someone else's experience and go, well, they did that and it didn't work. I better not do that. Or they're this kind of person. I don't want to be like them. But the truth is we don't really know people. I mean, really, we don't know people. We may think we know people, but a lot of times we really don't know people. We don't know people at the level of them, you know, like who they really are. And the bummer is that we don't know ourselves at that level either a lot of times. And another step you could take, and this is a risky one, is speak your truth. Tell on yourself. And when you do, make sure you don't blame anybody or tell another story. Do the thing that's going to make you panic but not overly panic like make you nervous because that's the best because then when you actually tell on yourself and you've done it you feel amazing you're like oh my god oh my god so of course if there was a little panic there that means that there's some kind of meaning there some kind of importance if there's no kind of panic there then it's not something that you even necessarily feel compelled to do right right Okay, universal truth. You have the power to live a life free of judgment while trusting yourself. Let it go and instead find the fun. When you do, notice how you feel. Do this step by step though. Please do this step by step because you can't just, you know, like a lot of times I think, uh, you know, people that are out there giving advice or, you know, coaching or whatever that we tend to make it sound so simple and I know it's not. That's why I'm like, take it step by step. So the wrap-up of this is we are going to stop judging, at least noticing when we're judging and see where we can do something about it. So three podcasts that I would recommend. Number 244, When Others Judge, It's Really About How You Judge Yourself. 269, Journey of Attachment, Comparing Yourself to Others. And 326, We're All Messed Up, Deal With It. All right, you guys, take care. I'll talk to you next time. 
Thank you for listening. If you have any questions about today's show, reach out to Tracy at info at tracycrossley.com. If you're listening on iTunes, please leave a five-star rating so it can be heard by more people. And to find out more about her programs, workshops, coaching, and her new book entitled Overcoming Insecure Attachment, visit tracycrossley.com.